And thank you for this opportunity to bring a word. And I would like us to look in Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah 6, verses 1 through 3, share a, a beautiful vision, a beautiful dream that, that I share, and I hope you share as well. I love this in Isaiah 6. Starting at verse 1, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they were flying, and they were calling to one another, holy, 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 is the Lord Almighty, the whole earth is full of His glory. Amen. I think that is beautiful. One of the most beautiful visions we have in the Bible, if not the most beautiful vision. The whole earth full of His glory, and I want to see that. I give my life to see that vision fulfilled. But as Scott and I were talking, it seems like... uh, there's a long way to go. Uh, just in Europe, the, the so few evangelical believers. I, I was chatting with Scott uh, yesterday, and where I live now, Wilmore, Kentucky, which is a Christian university and Christian seminary small town. And I say, I have to look for those unbelievers, non-believers in my area. But in Europe... I had to look for believers. It was hard to find a believer. And uh, it's it's difficult time. There's, there's little to no trust. When we came to Hungary, we heard the stories, as Hitler said from the West to those in Hungary, follow me and I will give you a better life. And then Stalin from the East kicked Hitler out. And Stalin said, follow me, and I will give you a better life. And you know what happened in both of those instances, that just bloodshed and, and Hungary lost two-thirds of their land and control, and they were, they were forced into communism, a, a life of communists, where, like our language teacher, Emuke, she said, that her father instructed her, when you go to school, don't tell anyone that you went to church. Please don't. Because in school, what they would do is ridicule students who went to church. You heard me right. Publicly. They would humiliate students, young people, who believed in God. Because in the communist time, the government wanted to be God. And there is no God. God never existed, never, never, uh, is, is never, but but trust us, the government. And um, this we saw all the time among our neighbors, in our communities, all throughout Central and Eastern Europe. So, uh, So I come in after... They hear Hitler and Stalin, and I come in and say, oh, I'm, 
I'm Jerry from USA, and follow Jesus, and he will give you a better life. What do they do? Uh, right. No thanks. We, we started a, um, a game night in our little apartment, and, and uh, one, one neighbor came and had a great time, and then we slowly shifted to a Bible study. But her dad told me, our daughter is Catholic. We do not want her to go to that Bible study. But his father had no problem with her going to the disco where there's drugs and sex and alcohol. That's, that's less dangerous to him. So 740 million people in Europe, that's twice the population of USA in one-third of the space, uh, around 80% urbanized. And the people of Europe need God. So there's that big vision. You know, there's, there's a company here in USA that had a big vision. They wanted their product within arm's reach of every person in the world. Uh, right. Within arm's reach, that would be nearly impossible. That would be quite a challenge. And actually, this product was served in restaurants, and people had to come to a location, a place, to get this product. And the president was uh, wondering about this, how to expand the business. And the janitor said to him, why don't you bottle it? So this president gathered his executives together, and they started to dream and they made a decision that we must have this product to every person in the world. Every person would have the opportunity to have our product. So they were consumed with this. I can imagine they're waking up in the morning and thinking about how to get this product to every person in the world. And finally, in the 60s, in the Olympics, in the 60s, they launched this worldwide project. What was it? Yes, you're right. Some are saying Coca-Cola. And here I have a bottle of the real thing. Here it is, Coca-Cola. Some say that when you grab the, the glass, you, you don't, the bottle, you don't really have to read it because you can feel that, oh, this is a Coke bottle. So... The men and women rallied around, and uh, they said, how can we get brown syrup and soda water to every person in the world? They must have this. They must have this product every place. So where we first lived in Hungary, in Jur, Hungary, I could go out of our third-floor apartment and right down at street level, I could buy the real thing right there. Or I could go just down the block and buy it. I could go to the next block and buy it. Everywhere in Hungary, every little village. Even as I traveled through Hungary and visited Scott Dunn in Romania, every single village along the way, in every restaurant, I could buy Coca-Cola. Or I could go way up north to Sweden, 
I could buy Coca-Cola. I could go south to Greece, buy Coca-Cola. I could go all the way out to Portugal where we had churches, and I'd have Coca-Cola. They'd also have Guaraná from Portugal, from Brazil. So, yeah, Coca-Cola, even um, between countries, we talked about how far have you gone. And uh, I was on an international trip not too long ago, and first of all, Delta, the, the um, attendants give me a little napkin, and the color is white and red. And they say, would you like coffee, water, or Coke products? It's even between countries. So here we have the real thing. I was told years ago, decades ago, that we had a missionary couple go to Africa. And they, they arrived by boat. They didn't go by plane. And they arrived at Alexandria, Egypt. And there was a big sign welcoming them in red and white, Coca-Cola. And they said they could go to the, to the most remote bushes in Africa, in little villages where there was no electricity, but they'd have a generator <laughs> hooked to a box, red and white box, or Coca-Cola. I was just in Kenya a couple months ago, and I could get the real thing anywhere I went. That's, they fulfilled the, the vision. But I have a question. I have a question for us today. Why do they call this the real thing when we have Jesus? We know Jesus. We know who he is and what he can do and how he's changed my life and how he could change the lives of others. Don't we read that he is the real thing? So one time uh, my bishop came to visit me in, in Europe and I was sitting in my little office, real little office, thinking about all of Europe, these 740 million people, and the bishop asked the question, Jerry, what's the fastest way to transform society? Oh, fastest way to transform society, fastest way. And we were so slow just planting one church at a time and uh, trying to think about all of Europe, but fastest way, fastest way. And uh, I said, uh, Bishop, I don't know. I give up. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I'm tempted to give up. Scott said he reread my story, Let's Go Sell Insurance, because that's the story I wrote after we arrived in August, and by December, my wife and I were walking up to our language school yet again. And we used to have this joke in ministry when the people got on our nerves. I mean, I'm sure no one in this church would get on any pastor's nerves. But uh, occasionally they did to me. And, um, and my wife and I would have this joke, let's go sell insurance because I know I could make a lot of money and get into business and da-da-da. But 
One time in December of 96, we hit about the second step up, and we looked at each other. As our kids were struggling in Hungarian schools, we were struggling learning the language. We hardly knew anyone in the community. We said, let's go sell insurance. And we were saying, let's quit as missionaries, quit ministry. Just, we could, that evening at dinner, tell the children, guess what? We get to pack up and go home. It's okay. It's over. We're going to go back and have a good, comfortable life back in the States. Do you feel like quitting sometimes? Especially when it comes to the big vision that God has of the whole earth being full of his glory? Do you see his glory here in Hilliard, Ohio? Okay, in some spots. Right here, right here, right now. In all of Ohio, in the states, in the world. Well, we didn't say anything to the children that first night. We got through one day and after another day, through Christmas, our first Christmas away from family. And then in January, things started to look better. And just one by one, we saw responses from people interested in God. Hallelujah. Oh, right. That question the bishop gave me, Jerry, what's the fastest way to transform society? I don't know. I give up. Then he said, Jerry, one person at a time. One person at a time is the fastest way to transform society? I said, yes. Oh, something in me just welled up. Oh, that's possible. I could reach one person at a time. I could do that. Okay, 740 million people, that's too many, but let's start with one. I can do that. I could leave, quote, the 99 and get one. Jesus is interested in that one. He poured himself into 12 and lost one, but he is interested in one person. I can do that. And then in Isaiah chapter 8, I read then after this big vision, there's a one-on-one conversation in verse 8. And that says, then I, Isaiah said, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And I said, that's Isaiah First person singular, I. And I'm an I. You're an I, right? Will you say with me, I? I? I. Just I said. What did Isaiah say? Here am I. Send me. One person. Hallelujah. That gives me hope. I hope that gives you hope. That one person can reach one, and those two could reach one more, one person at a time. That trust level, that's what changed it in Europe, that some stories were years long, reaching out, teaching English, developing a trust relationship, and finally, finally receiving Jesus. Would you join me, one person at a time? In just a moment, I'm going to sing a song, and then I'm going to invite one other person to sing a song with me, and then um, 
we're going to find one more person to sing a song with me. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Okay. Come on. Wait, join me. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Okay, just before you get someone, could someone count how many times I actually sing this? So this has now been twice. Is there someone good at counting? No? Yes, you will? Okay, thank you. And your name is? Jonathan? Okay, Jonathan, we've done, I've done it twice, right? Okay, let's go get one. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Okay, let's get one. Come on. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 Okay, let's get one. Come on. <clears throat> Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Okay, quickly get one. Come on, let's go. <clears throat> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, quickly, let's go. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Okay, let's go, let's go. <clears throat> Jonathan, how many times so far? Jonathan. Jonathan, how many times so far? Seven times? Okay. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Okay, let's go. One more. Come on. Let's go. Come, sir. (laughs) Hiding way back here. I should be. I don't. There's still people sitting. We we still have a few uh, not yet reached. Is that right? Still have a few not yet reached. 
Okay, one more time. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, one more. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, just stay right, right where you are. All right, uh, Jonathan, how many times did I sing that through? So, tenth, that was the tenth time. Okay, ten times we could reach at least 512 people. One, one by one. One reaching one. Isn't that great? Isn't that amazing? How many of you thought that, oh, man, this Jerry guy is crazy. This is going to take forever. Okay, don't answer that. Okay, leave, <laughs> leave your hands down. But, um, okay, how many people live in all of Ohio? It's, it's like, what's the population of Ohio? Is it 12 million, 11 million? How many times would it take for us doing this one by one to reach all of Ohio? Any guesses? We just did 10. It would take 25 times. So 15 more times, one reaching one, to reach all of Ohio. Woohoo! Who did that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Woohoo! <laughs> That's possible. I could do that. Couldn't you? Couldn't we? One by one? Okay. Population of U.S., it's what, 300 and. 50 million-ish? Ish? How many times would that take? Yeah, 30 times. 30 times, just 20 more than what we did here this morning. One reaching one. In the whole world, of almost 8 million people. Or is it over 8 million? How many times would that take? 34 times, 34, and we just did 10. It would be just 24 more times, one reaching one, reaching one, reaching one. And we will one day see the glory of God in all the earth, the vision fulfilled. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Father, that's your vision. May we catch it. May we know it. May we do what we can. May we reach one person in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, guide us. Make it true. Bring that vision to fulfillment. Father, may we say as Isaiah said, here am I. Send me in the name of Jesus. Amen.